that it took all you know all uh, all three phases to make this work and uh, just proud of our guys and how resilient they were in this game so I'll take any questions you guys have for me what did you see on Simon's pass well I think it was it might have been a broken coverage or because uh, you know we protected for quite a while and and um, I know just uh, they they really did a good job of taking away a lot of the deep throws um, throughout the game and uh, I think Zach just was able to make a throw and trust that Michael would be there and I think it worked out you know um, I'm just glad that they tackled us as early as they did so we can kick the field goal and and, uh, get this game into overtime so I don't know if uh, how close he was to scoring the entire thing but uh, just glad that we were able to get that play done. I like watching Jake out there it's been really solid for you all season but that's a big kick in a pressure environment everybody going crazy. Yeah just just, he's been in that situation before but he's he's so mentally strong it's um, you know, I, I think that just we trusted him to be on the field, and there's a time that we could have gone for uh, gone for it. We're close in the red zone or so, and on the other side, of the, um, you know, we're on the other side of the, of the 50, and we just felt like if we kicked the field goal, that would get us closer. And, and depending on how we can we can stop them on a four-minute situation when they're trying to grind the clock, um, we knew that we'd have to call on him again to make a field goal. Lonnie, what was running through your mind on that touchdown run from Tyson to well, I mean, it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, great. They're going to review this and say that it's not a touchdown. But then I saw the refs running off, so, and they told us that it's going to be confirmed. And I was just proud of those guys. I, I think that was a great way to end the game, have Tyson. Um, you know, he's been, he came from the SEC, and and uh, he's been here before. And so I think it was just nice to have him do that with the O-line. I, it looked like a big old scrum play, you know, from, uh, from the offense. And uh, I thought that was uh, pretty aggressive for our offense to call. The reverse, you know, early and on that on that overtime drive, and but uh, I just like the fact that our guys executed well. I think the key for us was taking care of the football, you know, and, and um, we had some mishaps. I think the crowd noise got to us, and we were able to practice with the noise in, in, in our indoor, but it wasn't anything like what we could what you get out here in Neyland. I mean, it was this just a different feel, and you couldn't hear anything, and so they were able to with the crowd able to um, you know have an effect on us. Luckily, we were able to jump on the ball. But other than that, I think we were able to rally back and kind of settle down a little bit and then um, execute some plays. I mean, you have to give them a lot of credit. I thought their defensive game plan was really smart and they were aggressive at some points and they they, uh, you know, they were uh, able to run the ball on offense. It's something that we have to be able to control. But, um, you know, we, we were, our run fits weren't, fit, weren't doing well and they were making some good blocks on us too, but I think we made it a little easier on them. But um, And then the running back broke some tackles and that, that was... It's just hard to play, um, you know, to play error-free against these guys with the athleticism and the size that they have. And uh, I just, I think we're fortunate to come out with the win. What was the message to Zach to do what he did after not a real great regulation? What was that? What enabled Zach to kind of get it together there in regulation? You know, I think it got a little quiet for him. I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't as, um, you know, we, I think he was able to settle down a little bit and, and um, Oh, it just—it just seemed like he was a little bit more under control and more poised, you know. And uh, I think it could just trouble. I think I think for him, just trusting the line to block for him. Um, it's hard when when they're coming at you. They had some really good um, pressure packages too. So, um, but I just I'm just thankful that we were able to keep them balanced and run the ball a little bit. We didn't run the ball very well in the first half. In the second half, we established some type of run game to keep them guessing a little bit, and and, and uh, so they weren't just focused on just. Coming after us in the pass rush or blitz package. For how well they ran the ball, coach. It seemed like late in the game, 
things clicked or something? What was the difference there with the with the front seven or eight that you guys were able to penetrate the offensive line and, and meet those guys at the line or behind the line? Well, I mean, we, we used a bunch of different guys to keep fresh, you know, and um, I think uh, they were able to really grind us in the run game and block us. And, and it wasn't just the tight ends and the O-line. The, the receivers are doing a good job of blocking on the line of scrimmage. Um, and they did a lot of things to, to keep us, um, you know, off balance. I thought they were able to uh, use some of the, the quick pass game. Um, it was, it got to the point where we felt like we were just going to make it really hard on them to score. And, and defensively, I just thought our guys played really well. It wasn't like we were being over aggressive. We we're just making them earn everything, you know. And um, looking at, at what we did all, uh, on the defensive side, I'm glad we were able to get those stops. And uh, our guys just keep playing, man. And I, I consider those stops as, as a turnovers, you know. It was frustrating after the first touchdown because, like, man, we fourth down, we tipped the pass and they caught it. Um, but, you know, we had a good talk with Kavika. He was right there in, in this position and he got the pick in the second half. So. Uh, we just keep plugging away and and, um, and stay positive. And you know, in, in the overtime period, our guys are having fun, man. Our guys are smiling and having a good time and enjoying the game. And that's what it's all about. What's the significance of this win for your program? Oh, it's just huge. I mean, I, I, we, we obviously look at the schedule and we, we know games that we want to win and want to perform well. I don't think our guys are really proud of what they did last week. But we talked about getting over that feeling. The best way to do it is to play the next week and prepare for it. And, you know, we... Um, came in Friday last week and started working on Tennessee and got a good jump start on it. And I'm glad that we, our guys came with a, a sound mind and getting ready for the game and they're aggressive and in uh, preparing for it. So um, our players, like our coaches and our players are working extremely hard. I was really pleased with how our coaches put the game plan together in all three phases and how our guys executed. We talked a little bit about that last week to execute better and, and minimize the mistakes. It wasn't an error-free game. We made tons of mistakes still, but uh, when you have guys that just work hard and their effort is all there, you can still build. We can still build on that and, and uh, find ways to make plays in the second half. And then, and you know, afterwards, even when we weren't doing so well at the beginning. Ironically, uh, Simon was listed as a game time starter. Is there going to be him or Romney? Why did you go with Simon? I think the guys just rotated quite a bit to stay fresh, and uh, I think it was just his time to be on in the, on the play. You know, and, um, a lot of the guys rotated in our. our Offensive coaching staff did a great job keeping guys fresh and, and playing a lot of different bodies. Coach, so you uh, saw you saw Tyson, but you also saw Lopini play. You saw him, um, Soup run the ball too. So yeah. Coach but, Jeremy Pruitt in his press conference just now said you guys willed yourself at the end yeah. to win that game, and that push was was as crazy the push he's ever seen. Talk about the will, the willing your team at the end there, and how much different it felt then versus other parts of the game. Well, we have great kids, and it's their parents that raise them the way that they are. I am fortunate to be their coach because they come with this resilient attitude to work hard. Uh, they get over losses really quickly because they want to learn, and they get over wins really quickly. We're going to have fun with this on the flight, but um, we're going to get back to work, you know. And uh, I, it's, I wish I could take credit for it, but these guys have great families and upbringing, and those that, have, that don't have the same family uh, environment, they found it in our in our team because our players, the big brothers like Micah and others, were there to really um, take care of them and, and nurture them in a football environment and, and be part of the family. So it's it's uh, these guys they, they deserve it. The players deserve it, and I'm glad the coaches and myself were able to benefit from it. How satisfying was it in the second half to see guys like Kyrus, JJ getting that push up run and starting to close their will? Yeah, you started to feel like they were getting stronger and stronger, and this is what we worked all hard. You know, we worked 
all off season. Everybody does that, but um, just like our guys' mentality, they're they're tired, but they're having fun, man. They're just playing the game, and, and it was it was cool just to have these guys smiling and enjoying it. And even times where it was really stressful, their guys are just having a good time. I mean, we, we had to make some big plays to win, but I, I just I'm thankful that I have guys that, that are resilient and love playing the game and. They're great representatives of their families on the field. Yeah, last couple questions. Oh, we're one and one. We just we got to get ready for USC next week and, and uh, get them at home. So uh, our guys are excited to go get a home win and, and uh, prep for that game. So this is it's it's a season, you know. Um, we've had big games and big wins before and haven't really learned from it. I, I think the best thing that came out of this is we came up pretty healthy. Um, and so we, that's the key. Last week we came out of that game pretty healthy, and our guys are conditioning and them taking care of their bodies is starting to really pay off in, in the health of our team. I'll push you on the spots in the room, but how important has Micah been in the last two years? Here at Dallas, 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 Dallas. Micah knows I love him. I love him. He's been an amazing leader for this team. He and the other guys, you know, we, we uh, um, gave them a lot of ownership and, and a lot of decision making in, 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 in getting this program going. And, the culture is thriving right now because of these players and how much they bought into their purpose here at BYU. And uh, just an honor for me to coach these guys and guys like Micah. Did you bust out the dance moves? But he knows that. Micah knows it. I didn't dance very well. My ankle's kind of busted up right now, but it's worth it. Yeah. You talk about living in the moment. How, how do you let yourself enjoy these moments when you know, you're out there singing with the guys or dancing in the locker room? Well, I'm going to have fun with it. I mean, I, I possibly hurt my ankle, but I don't even care about that. It's just like... <laughs> I'm not trying to fish for toughness compliments or anything. No, I just I just felt like, uh, yeah, this is. <laughs> but I mean, we're just, listen. We're, this is football. I want these guys to have fun with it. We're gonna enjoy it. But um, you know, soon we're gonna have to just learn from the mistakes and move on to the next week. And, and we've been in a position where we won and hadn't been able to capitalize on it. A lot of it had to do with health. Uh, speaking about last year with the Wisconsin win, you know, so this year. With this Tennessee win, this is something that we've got to be able to work on and, and make sure that we're ready for the rest of the season, specifically the, the home game against USC. Thanks, guys. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a that was a ton of fun, and to do it so far from home in front of so many Cougar fans, you know, I hope folks um, will never take it for granted. Uh, and you know, I, I, I know you won't either. It's a big number, and it must take people by surprise when they see just how well BYU travels. Yeah, and I, I mean. Looking at it, I was talking to Coach Pruitt before the game. He was impressed with the amount of fans that we had show up, and they were all over the place, and, and uh, they were loud. So uh, I'm just glad they were get, able to get the win for them. Um, our players uh, thanked them. We sang the fight song twice. We sang it at one end, zone, one part of the uh, uh, of the field where our fans were, and then up in the second level we sang on uh, towards the end before we walked out because there were a lot of fans there too. And um, just so thankful that we have the support that we that, that our fans give us and our the love that they give us and you could hear them screaming during the game. It was it was a it was so contagious for our players. The energy was awesome. Well, well done to you and the boys for creating such a great memory. Another great memory uh, among all the other great memories for Cougar Nation, Coach. I, I was impressed by this was an overall team effort. A guy in Micah Simon, you know, shows out with the big play. Tyson Williams kind of a coming out party. I think about your defense, and there were times when there were some pretty big running lanes for their backs who were good players, and you were platooning. It was almost like a hockey game. You were platooning, doing complete line changes. Was that part of the preparation this week that basically we got to have 40 guys with all hands on deck because you never know who's going to be needed to contribute in a big spot? Yeah, we felt like the first game against Utah, we were just kind of gassed out, you know, towards the end. And and 
hard because we, we went through a lot of long drives and um, we just didn't want to be in that position again. So we, we, we did it early. We rotated quite early in the first drive. I think that was like a 13, 16 play drive. I can't remember exactly how many plays. We used two timeouts in that, I think maybe. Um, I can't remember. It just seemed so long that first drive that they had. And, and unfortunately for us, we tipped the ball and they scored a touchdown on it. And, you know, it, I was telling Kavika, hey, this, you're, it means you're in the right spot. Let's just make the play next time. And, and he did. Later in the second half, got a pick. And so our guys are just resilient. They kept playing hard. And I have to say that, that they just had a lot of fun tonight. It, it was good to see our guys smiling, enjoying it. Nobody was pressed. It was kind of weird, you know. Uh, the game was, we're running out of time. And, and um, even towards the end, we'll be, uh, they're, I think there's a minute left and they punted to us. And, and um, I, I'm just thankful we were able to make that play because, uh, uh, you know, Mike, uh, they, they've seen it earlier and um, from up, up in the booth. And um, that, that just, Mike, uh, um, Matt Bushman demands so much attention. They did a good job of taking him away. And I think he only had a couple catches. But that uh, because they sunk on him and, and bracketed him a little bit more and he, he drew their attention, that, that, that's what sprung um Mike open for that, and then we just needed some time for, for Zach to see it, and luckily our offensive line were able to give him that time. Kalani, you guys were uh, down double digits at halftime with minus four rushing yards. You came out in the second half, stayed with it, ran for a buck 21 after halftime, and ended up taking it all the way to two overtimes and, and winning it the way you did with a comeback yet again. What did you guys want to get done? What got done? And how important was it to keep um, maybe the spirits up or the attitude up down like you were at the break? Well, it's a long game. You know, we, we, we didn't do as well as we wanted in 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes. And um, we just kept telling our O-line to just, to just keep keep blocking and staying on it. We'll break some tackles in the second half. And, and that's what happened. You know, our, our guys stuck with it. We stayed the course. We didn't just abandon the run altogether. I think being able to stick with the run allowed us to get some of those RPO throws and some of those play-action fakes and, and, and have the linebackers sync up a little bit. I think we scored a touchdown on, on one of those where they, they thought it was going to be a run, you know, and it's because we had that presence. I'm thankful that Coach Grimes stuck with it. I'm thankful they stuck with their game plan and they stayed aggressive. The reverse was something that I wasn't expecting, and there it is, and it popped, and it's something that they saw, and, and uh, they worked really well. I was really pleased with the offensive staff and the way they stuck with, the, with their guns and tried to develop an identity in the second half. What I'd like to see is us uh, implement that in the beginning and do it throughout, you know. So, But uh, I think you have to give a lot of credit to Tennessee. Those guys had a great game plan, and, and they did some good things defensively. Took Matt Bushman out of the mix a little bit, and, and uh, we're able to you know, get up there and stuff the run up and, and cause uh, uh, havoc and get, get to our quarterback. But I, I credit our offensive guys sticking with it. And and our punter being able to flip the field for us, you know, and that, that was big for uh, also for Danny to step in there and kick some punts and, and, and pin them deep and, and for uh, Jake to flip the field and, and have some monster punts. That's something that we really needed. And it was just a, all three phases played really well, and I'm just glad that we were able to get this win. That's what it takes to do it. And Jake, uh, as Riley noted, four punts for 50-plus on the average, and Danny Jones, both of his punts were inside the 20. It's what you want out of that kind of punter. We'll come back. Uh, the guys have to get out of town, but uh, before Kalani does, some closing comments from the coach coming up next. This is the Cougar post-game coaches show from Neyland Stadium in Knoxville on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar post-game coaches show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 29, Tennessee 26 in double overtime. Kalani Sitake now 2-0 in OT. Both wins in double OT. Both wins over SEC teams. 
So it's uh, second and 18, under a minute to go at your own 8-yard line. Zach runs for 12. Now it's third and six, your own 20-yard line. More time's off the clock, and then 64 yards to Micah Simon. You, you're happy for all your guys, but I know you have a special place in your heart for the senior, Micah Simon, don't you? I do, and uh, Micah's been here. You know, when we first showed up, uh, we redshirted him and, um, uh, you know, just asked him to work hard and, and be a leader for us, and he's been he's put a lot of time, um, not just in football, but service and doing charity work for others and making others' lives better. And I'm just so thankful that he's been able to bring, carry that over and have such great leadership for our team. Things that he does, it's just there's, there's so many things that these guys do as players that I don't think a lot of people know about. And um, just thankful that they think of others before they think of themselves. And it's been, it's been an honor just to watch him play. Coach, absolute clean bill of health when it comes to turnovers. I'm pretty convinced with the team you got this year and really the program that you've built in your time at BYU, if you guys can play clean football and not give the ball up um, by turning it over, you're going to be in a position to, you know, at the end of every game, no matter who the opponent is. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I I think that, you know, they sacked us, I think, four times, and um, that's okay. That's that's better than throwing the ball to them. As much as an ego hit as it is to to a quarterback and an athletic (laughs) one like Zach, right? Especially when you have the punters that we have, and Danny Jones and, and, and Jake Olderoyd, you know, we can flip the field and and, and, and get the ball back early, uh, closer to the, to the end zone for him. And so I, think, I love the fact that Zach was really mindful of his throws. There are some sacks that he took that, that you just – and there, there was no one open downfield. He threw the ball away a little bit. He made some good decisions. I think the pressures that got there, you have to give Tennessee credit. They made some plays, you know. And we were able to get a turnover, and uh, Kavika got a pick. But we also stuffed them on fourth down, which to me are turnovers as well. And uh, I love the way our defense played. We gave up a lot of big yardage in the run game and all that. We'll get that shored up. And I think, uh, you know, looking at, at what Utah was able to do in the run game and what Tennessee's going to do, we can only expect USC to, to try to do the same. So uh, we have to get those things figured out. But I'm glad that all the guys were, that were on the field made plays. We had a lot of guys tackling and contributing to our success. It wasn't just the 11 starters that started the game. We needed a uh, full two deep. And we came out of this game pretty healthy as well. So I, I love the fact that our guys are being mindful of their health and their nu- and, uh, nutrition and be able to get better. So I, I'm loving the fact that our guys are working hard and believing in each other and taking care of themselves. Just like last year, BYU lost a home opener, went on the road into a P5, tough place to play, historic venue, came out with a win. You did it again tonight, Kalani. Last 30 seconds are yours for closing comments for us, Cougar Nation, your guys, whatever. Just thankful to the fans, um, fans that came here. And I know there's a lot of fans back home that watched us all over the world. And I uh, hope they know how much our players love them. And, um, you know, I'm a fan myself, so I just love, loving what we did uh, this weekend. And we're going to keep working. Uh, we were able to pull this win off on the road. But, you know, now we need to build off of what we did and, and make sure that we're ready for the home game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium against USC next week. You gave us a thrilling night, uh, you and the boys. Kalani, congrats once again. We'll see you back in town. Go Cougs. Thanks, guys. Go Cougs. All right, that is the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Kalani Sitake. We've got Cougar Nation now coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.